Winter beat and rhythm music activities. Are you ready to play in the snow? If you are new to my channel, I'm Sandra Hendrickson and I'm the creator at Sing Play Create. This channel is all about music class teaching tips and it's just for you. I've got a fun game you can play that you can use in your K-6 music classes. It's the perfect game to use right after the holiday break. It gets everybody back into music land and it'll help them make those music connections that you need to make with your students at the very beginning of the year. No matter what, you'll need some rhythms printed on some white paper. We're going to turn the white paper into snowballs. Now this game is a resource in my TPT store, but you can get everything you need from this video and make your own rhythm cards pretty easily. I call this game Pass the Snowball on the Steady Beat. Like I said, there are three different ways that we're going to play this game and you're going to be able to use it across your grade levels. It makes it the perfect activity to use right after break because you'll only have one game to learn, but you'll be able to adapt it for all of your classes. You'll want to print the rhythms for each level that you're going to be using it for on some plain white paper that you can use to crumble up and you probably won't use it again. Maybe you could, maybe you won't. That depends on how your students use it. For example, with the kinders, I might print out some icon rhythms, uh, snowflakes, little snowmen on paper. For first grade, second grade, I'll use some quarter note, eighth notes, a quarter rest, some half note patterns. And then in the upper grades, I'll add in those 16th notes, those syncopated rhythms and combinations for the different levels that I have going on in fourth, fifth, and sixth grade. The idea is to make sure that you vary the levels for each of your grades. Now, eventually you want to have enough rhythms so that there's a piece of paper for each student in your class. That doesn't mean you have to come up with 30 different rhythms. It just means you need 30 snowballs, one for each student in your class. You'll want to crumble up your paper with the rhythms on it. Not too much because they're going to uncrumble it. So just crumble it gently. And now we're ready to play the game. What's great about this game when you've come back from that holiday break is also a great way to reconnect with your students. One way that I think uh, you can do this is by sitting in a circle and playing games together. So I have everyone sitting in a circle. I have my snowball and I will have a rhythm instrument that I'm going to use for the game. I have everyone do a little snow play warm up when we're going to do this game. I could have them all pretend to go out into the snow, put on their hats, put on their coats, put on their mittens, their coats, zip them up, their boots, be ready to play in the snow. Brr, it's cold. And then I will say we need to keep passing our snowball because if we let it sit in our hands too long, our warm hands will make it melt and we won't be able to play the game. I then tell my students that we're going to be passing the snowball on the beat. That's why it's important to have some instrumental tracks that have that steady beat. Sing, Play, Create has some instrumental tracks on in our TPT store, but we also have them on Spotify, Apple Music, and iTunes. You can find them there. They don't have singing voices, they're just music tracks. Then I will give the students the directions. I will tell them when the music starts, we're going to pass the snowball on the beat. I will play the drum to start with. Then I'll stop the music. When the music stops, everybody stops and the person who has the snowball will open it up, 
they'll look at the rhythm and they'll go ta ta tee tee ta and they'll play the rhythm they show it to me to make sure it's the right rhythm and they'll just gently crumble it back up there'll be students who want to really crumble it up and that's okay. Just have plenty of copies that you have lots of snowballs to keep playing the game and don't let that kind of behavior stop you from having a good time with your students. Then I go around the, the circle a couple times and I will wait till we all got the idea. I stop the music so there's four to six people who play it in one round. And then I'm gonna add in a second snowball. <gasps> you can start with this, but if you haven't done it yet, now's a good time to add this in. I like to go one, two, ready, play. Because we're gonna have more than one person playing at a time. So it's important that they will have a chance to hear one, two, ready, play, and then play together, hopefully. Maybe? Of course they will. No, they won't. I'm not sure. I hope. At this point, you can choose. You don't have to keep adding more snowballs. You could keep adding more snowballs. Just depends on your kids, your students, your classes. Every class is gonna be different. That's why I make enough copies of certain levels of rhythms, just in case I wanna add in a whole bunch and just in case some of them get so crumpled we can't use them and then I don't have to worry about it. I'm sitting, I'm playing the beat, I'm playing the game and I'm having fun with my students, helping them get back into music land. Another great thing about this game is it helps your students learn to play together. I use the one, two, ready, play for almost all of the activities so that they learn to listen ahead to the introduction or to wait and listen and then play together. What I found using this method is that my students then would pick it up and they would do it. They'd all go one, two, ready, play and they would all go together. And it's a pretty cool thing to see them take that over and do it. So this game is a great way to introduce it, reinforce it, practice it. Okay, now we're gonna take this game up to level two. I love watching my littles do this, my kindergarten and my first grade students love to do this. I project one picture up on my screen of body percussion actions and I keep it very simple. They're just gonna be clap, pat, stomp, click or snap. Then I tell the student they can choose one of those actions to do when they play the rhythm. So if they get this rhythm, ta ta ti ti ta they could choose to stomp it clap it snap it pat it that's their choice on how to do it i really want to keep the game moving though so i don't want to do combinations at this point with this game that's really not the point of it so it does teach them though one action and it really helps them learn what body percussion is, gets them up moving, which helps with the tension. So that's another fun thing about this game and why it works in the music classroom. Now with your older students, maybe third grade and up, you could say, choose two actions to play the rhythm. I am just really careful about this right after um, the holiday break because I really just wanna play the game and I wanna focus on playing together and keeping the game moving and just reviewing the rhythms. So you'll just have to take note of what level they're at and what you think they can do. And that's up to you as a teacher. What I love about the game is that it's really flexible and adaptable to any class, any grade level in the elementary school. The next way that we're gonna play this game is with instruments. 
Now there are lots of different ways you can play this game with instruments, but remember, we're gonna have a snowball going around the room on the beat. So we already have this going on and it's only our first day back from the holiday break. And so we'll just have to check to see how much our students really can do on that first day back. We may want to keep it really simple that first day and then maybe the next week play the game with instruments. The easiest instruments to play this with, of course, are rhythm instruments. You can use hand drums, bells. I wouldn't use triangles because it's too much to pick up. They use things they can easily grab and play the pattern with very quickly when it's their turn. Remember that once you get five or six students going to the middle to play an instrument, it's gonna take time. And you don't want them fighting over the instruments. Rah. We don't want that. So you can add an instruments to the center of the circle. Sometimes I have placed them in like a circle inside the circle and I tell them you have to go to the closest instrument. Another trick I've used is only have one type of instrument in the middle. So I might only have drums. I might only have sea boom whackers. I might only have um, bells. I would choose one thing so then nobody's fighting. It's the same for everyone. Of course, then you have to have the same number of instruments as snowballs because that's how many people are going to eventually come into the circle to play the game. So you might want to limit it to five or six people and have five drums in the middle. That's a great way to play the game. As you've probably already guessed, this would be a fun way to introduce those instruments to your kindergartners. If they haven't been playing instruments, you could play this game and just put the first instrument in the middle and they would get a chance to play it. They love to play games. They love to play instruments. This would be a really fun way to introduce the instruments to your students. I have used this game to teach chords to my sixth grade students. So this is a fun way to teach them about chords or review chords or just to make music. So I have boomwhackers in my room and I will choose, let's just say the C chord, the red, yellow, and green boomwhackers. And I'll put those in the middle of the circle. And when it's their turn, there'll be four to six, eight, 10, however many people you've chosen to go in and choose a boomwhacker. And there you go. One, two, ready, play. Boom, 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 boom. And you have a nice chord playing. That works really good too. And they love this game. They love boom whackers. They love to play games, put it together. And you have a hit activity for that first week back from the holiday break. Remember, you can play this game with one snowball or 30 snowballs. It's up to you how many you want to play with what your objective is and what you need for your students and what your students need to do that first day back. Thank you so much for watching this video. I hope you will subscribe to this channel so you can get fun music class teaching tips to use in your elementary music classroom all year long. Let's keep kids moving and learning with music.